We want to share with you kind of a scale of meaning and belonging that has really helped us see rightly where we're putting our contribution, where we are serving, where we are giving value and where we are trying to build um, our life. So there are eight scales um, of meaning, of belonging, of service, of purpose. Scale number one is nihilism. There's no purpose. There is no meaning. So just go and have fun or numb the pain or kill yourself. That's nihilism. And that's where half of the Western world is today. Uh, individualism is liberalism, right? It's, it's the individual. We serve the individual. We serve ourselves. We serve the individual unit. You know, there is no duty beyond this. Patriarchy, right? The family. This is where we start getting into what God really mandated us to, to have is the family. The family is the building block of society. But if you believe the world, they want to cut you off from this and make you live in individualism and nihilism. Uh, and then up from the family is localism. Localism, your local place, your local economy, your neighbors, the people you see every day, the, the place that you steward. The local is, is incredibly meaningful, incredibly powerful. Um, and then up from that is tribe. So tribe is very important. Tribe are the people who are your people, your values. They are the people you want to do life with who might not all be in your local area. And so the way we find this in the modern day is through the internet. You know, a lot of us, we start tribalizing on the internet and that's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful tool, but use the internet to drive connection off the internet, start supporting each other's businesses, start calling and emailing, start going and visiting each other and meeting each other. We want meaning and belonging in our tribe. And then up from tribe is nationalism. You know, and it, it's a wonderful feeling to love your country, to love your place on a meta scale. But that's the last thing we focus on. First, it's, it's patria, it's family, it's local, it's tribal, then it's national, nationalism. And then beyond nationalism is empire. Empire is when you start subjugating other tribes, other nations. Um, you know, and we do that through outsourcing other nations, our uh, work and our production and bringing it in here and cutting out our nation. You know, empire is the, the pushing of things beyond their natural boundaries. And then globalism is one up from that of there is no nations. There is no delineations. Everything is just a, a tool. And so the world tries to get you to live in nihilism and individualism or in globalism and empire. When the biblical worldview is patriarchy, the family, localism, neighbors, mm -hmm. tribalism, the people who we want to live with and live like, and then at most nationalism, at most, you know, the boundaries of, of what we can uh, understand and affect. And beyond that, and before that, you know, life has no meaning. It has no belonging. I hope this encourages you guys to uh, cut out nihilism, cut out individualism from your life, uh, cut out empire and globalism from your life. And really come back to sitting in those, especially the, the three um, hard, practical meaning and belonging uh, areas uh, of patriarchy, family, the local area, local economy, local neighbors, uh, and then your online tribe, your tribe of people who you want to live with and do life with, uh, and to push that off, offline and actually get to know them in real life. And uh, really, uh, this is a huge uh, just uh, it makes you passionate about life again and life is great again because you can cut out all the news and you can cut out all the propaganda and the fear mongering and be like, no, life is really great in my family. Life is really great in my local area. Life is really great in my tribe. You're putting your energy towards the things you have faith for. There's a great quote by a, an economist, Russell Lamberti. He says to belong 
is to be long somewhere. And so, you know, we really got thinking on that and, and the kind of three steps, the three hard steps to belonging anywhere. Number one, belong somewhere. Number two, your scale of investment. How much are you giving? How much are, you know, do you own property there? Do you own a business there? Are you invested? Are you contributing? Because the more you contribute, the more people know you, the more people value you. And the more you value people, you know, if you own property, you're now very concerned about who owns property next to you. If you uh, are running a business, you're now very concerned about who is using your business. So, so be long somewhere, scale of investment or contribution. And then a third factor of belonging is a knowable group of people. There's a law called Dunbar's number, which means we can only really connect with about 150 people. You know, this is the, the connection level of someone you wouldn't mind dropping by unannounced or someone you wouldn't mind bumping into and then, you know, them asking a favor of you. That kind of uh, level of relationship, we can only kind of maintain that with 150 people. And then so with that 150 people, having a stable, constant group of them in our life, those three metrics have been completely out the window. Uh, be long somewhere. We've moved you ten, know, times. 10 times just since being married. Um, and before that in our single lives, you know, move, 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 move. Number two, scale of investment and contribution. You know, for so many of us, we, we don't buy property. We aren't taught to start our own businesses. We, we work, shop at the global places. Yeah, we shop at the global places. We, we work for the global places. And so there is very little scale of, in, of investment or contribution. And then thirdly, a knowable, constant group of people. was like, well, we're move, 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 moving. All the people around us are move, 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 moving. And when you live in a big city, we lived in, in Lexington for five, I mean, you for longer, but, but for four years at married, there's so many people. There's 300,000 people to be in relationship with. And so it's very hard to draw down to 150 people and be like, okay, these are the 150 people we're going to focus our life on. It doesn't happen in, in, in a big city unless you really work at it. And we didn't work at it because we didn't understand that. We didn't know. And we also knew that wasn't where we wanted to be long term. And so there wasn't really a reason to invest in the local community because in the back of both of our minds, we were like, we don't know where we're going, but this isn't it. Mm -hmm. And so we don't want to attach ourselves to any of these people and places. Yeah. And then when we did move to the rural area that we moved to from Lexington, about 30 minutes outside of Lexington, we really wanted there to be a connection. And like you were working for the local main mm -hmm. business of the town. And uh, we tried to like connect with churches and we bought land there like that's we tried to invest into this place mm -hmm. but deep down there was something missing we we didn't feel like okay this isn't our people in our place we wanted it to be but it didn't really feel like that and not to be led by your feelings but i think there is something in knowing so when we went back to south africa to visit my family and then we got locked down there for several months we're like wow this is it it's the place i grew up like i'm feeling so connected to to my people my place where i grew up and we both felt And that's where we really invested in localism in mm -hmm. South Africa. That's when we really went all in. And the lockdowns exacerbated that. Mm -hmm. we, we understood like these global corporations want the lockdowns because they don't get closed. But it's all of our friends' businesses that are getting closed. It's all of our businesses that are getting shut down. And so we were like, this is war. We are going local. All of our money is going local. Death to the big corporates. <laughs> we were like, this is war. Like all of our money is going to our local people that we know we care about them if their business closes like we don't want them leaving our community we want don't want them starving like this is war you know no more shopping at the big corporates 
So, you know, a lot of fire in us. And we also have just felt in our hearts like, okay, you going back to where Kelly grew up, like this is her people and her place. And it, and it does feel different. You know, you've got accumulated belonging there. If we had stayed in that little town in Kentucky, yes, it would have, we would have made it work. We would have been blessed, but it would have been our children who would have grown up there feeling like this is their people in place. So it would have been for the long game for our children and their children. But going back to where Kelly was from, going back to where I was from, we have an inheritance of belonging. We have our parents belong there. Their grandparents belong there. There's, there's an inheritance of relationships. These are the people I was raised with. So we mm -hmm. have very similar values. Yeah, the culture, right? The cultures, cultures are different with different people and different places. And so we, we came back uh, up here and to, to where Kelly grew up in this area. And it has, it has been like an immediate, like, yes, a yes in our heart, you know, a full faith. And that's it. Maybe it's just a thing, a faith thing, you know, but, but you've got to have faith for where you are. Is this where I want to be? And you have full faith, then this is it. You and that might not faith. be the place where you grew up. That mm -hmm. might be another place where you have an yeah. immediate yes in your heart. Mm -hmm. But I think that's it. It's like, do you have faith for where you are? And if you don't, maybe it's time to start asking yeah. God for another place. And when we came here, we had that full faith. But we had never been somewhere for a long time. So I felt like coming here, we're in a rural area. It's very slow getting connected to mm -hmm. this place. So I almost was like, oh no, like things aren't happening. Like we would go to our local coffee shop and I love good conversations, depth with people. I'm not great at surface level conversations, but that's all that we would have mm -hmm. with anyone at the local coffee shop, the uh, auctions. auctions, like everything was very surface level. And that scared me because I'm like, are this we doing anything? Like, are we changing anything by being here? And now we're at the nine month mark and we have started to see the momentum. Our little block had a 4th of July party mm -hmm. and our good old boy neighbors set off, like they bought thousands of dollars worth of fireworks. And so our whole little community, we all came out and got to know each other and hang out. And it was so easy to talk to these people because they're all our people, but they all very much value their privacy. And we were like, that's us. We love connection, but we also love our home and privacy within our home. And, um, and again, we felt that yes in our spirit that this is, we are in the right place. Mm -hmm. But it's taken nine months to actually get to this place of the feeling belonging. And it takes patience. It takes time to get to know people. It takes time to build relationships. And it takes contribution. You know, we aren't just going off to a big corporate job and not seeing anyone. We are very intentional about trying to build a local economy. And even with the auctions, like now the people who own the auctions, like you, Scott's been gone from the auctions for the past few weeks, but when we went this week, the main guy noticed you hadn't been there. Yeah, it was really, you know, it's really fun. People start to notice if you're not there or, you know, and guys are like, hey, where you been? And you get chatting and it's like, you know, all of this stuff seems frivolous for, for people that have it. You know, a lot of people do have meaning and belonging where they are. Like, God bless you. That's freaking amazing. But for us little disconnected millennials, millennials it's like, <laughs> this is a big deal. You know, it's a big deal because this is what uh, we, we've been longing for, but didn't know how to achieve or didn't know was even possible. We hope this blesses you guys too. Number one, do you have faith for where you live? If so, awesome. And, and start investing, start contributing, start getting ownership into the local economy. 
and then really figure out who are these 150 people that I see a lot, get to know their names, get to know who they are, you know, and the small, the small chat leads to deep chat later on. Yeah. Cause now with the coffee shop, nine months later, we are having great conversations. I feel like they've shared the deepest part of their well, there's trust now. lives and mm -hmm. I've shared the deepest part of my life and it's not weird. Cause it's like, we're still here. Praise God. God bless you guys.